Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 26th of February, 2024. In InfoSec news this week, the Lockbit Gang is relaunching its ransomware operation on new infrastructure less than a week after law enforcement hacked their servers and is threatening to focus more of their attacks on the government sector in retaliation. In a message under a mock-up FBI leak, specifically to draw attention, the gang published a lengthy message about their negligence, enabling the breach, and the plans for the operation going forward. Back on February the 19th, authorities took down Lockbit's infrastructure, which included 34 servers, hosting the data leak website and its mirrors, data stolen from victims, cryptocurrency addresses, decryption keys, and the affiliate panel. Five days later, Lockbit is back and providing details about the breach and how they're going to run the business to make their infrastructure more resilient in the future. Immediately following the takedown, the gang confirmed the breach, saying they lost only the servers running PHP and that backup systems without PHP were untouched. On Saturday, Lockbit announced it was resuming the ransomware business and released damage control communication admitting personal negligence and irresponsibility, which led to law enforcement disrupting its activity in Operation Kronos. The gang kept the brand name and moved its data leak site to a new .onion address, which lists five victims with countdown timers for publishing stolen information. Some of the organisations on Lockbit's leaked data page appear to be victims of previously known attacks. Lockbit has also said that law enforcement, to which they collectively refer to as the FBI, breached two main servers, quote, because for five years of swimming in money, I became very lazy due to my personal negligence and irresponsibility. I relaxed and did not update PHP in time. The threat actor also says that the victim's admin and chat panel server and the blog server were running PHP 8.1.2 and were likely hacked using a critical vulnerability tracked as CVE 2023-3824. Lockbit says they have now updated the PHP servers and announced that they will reward anyone who finds a vulnerability in the latest version. Speculating on the reason the FBI hacked their infrastructure, the cybercriminal have said that it was because of the ransomware attack on the Fulton County in January, which posed the risk of leaking information with, quote, a lot of interesting things and Donald Trump's court cases, which could affect the upcoming US election. This led Lockbit to believe that by attacking the .gov sector more often, they will force the FBI to show if it has the ability to attack the gang further. The threat actor says that law enforcement obtained, quote, a database, web panel sources, locker stubs that are not the source they claim, and a small portion of unprotected decryptors. During Operation Kronos, authorities collected more than a thousand decryption keys, Lockbit claiming that the police obtained the keys from, quote, unprotected decryptors, and that on the server there were almost 20,000 decryptors, about half of the approximately 40,000 generated over the entire life of the operation. The threat actor defines unprotected decryptors as builds of the file encrypting malware which did not have the maximum decryption protection feature enabled, typically used by low-level affiliates, which take smaller ransoms of just $2,000. Lockbit plans to upgrade security for its infrastructure and switch to manually releasing decryptors and trial file decryptors, as well as hosting the affiliate panel on multiple servers, providing its partners with access to different copies based on level of trust. Quote, due to the separation of the panel and greater decentralization, the absence of trial decrypts in automatic mode, maximum protection of decryptors for each company, the chance of hacking will be significantly reduced. The long-form message from Lockbit looks like damage control and an attempt to restore credibility for a tainted reputation. Despite this response, the gang took a heavy blow, and even if it managed to restore servers, affiliates have good reason to be distrustful going forward. 
The well-known North Korean threat actors, known as the Lazarus Group, have exploited a flaw in the Windows app locker driver as a zero-day in order to gain kernel-level access and turn off various security tools, allowing them to bypass noisy BYOVD or bring-your-own-vulnerable-driver techniques. This activity was detected by analysts at Avast, who promptly reported it to Microsoft, leading to a fix for the flaw, now tracked as CVE 2024-21338, as part of the February 2024 patch Tuesday. However, Microsoft has not marked the flaw as being exploited as a zero-day at this time. Avast have reported that Lazarus exploited the CVE in order to create a read-write kernel primitive in an updated version of its FUD module rootkit, which ESET first documented back in 2022. Previously, this rootkit abused a Dell driver for BYOVD attacks, and the new version of FUD module features significant enhancements in stealth and functionality, including new and updated techniques for evading detection and turning off security protections like Microsoft Defender and CrowdStrike Falcon. Moreover, by retrieving most of the attack chain, Avast has discovered a previously undocumented remote access Trojan or RAT in use by Lazarus, which the security firm promised to share more details about at Black Hat in April. The FUD module rootkit, built within the same module as the exploit, executes direct kernel object manipulation operations in order to turn off security products, hide malicious activities, and maintain persistence on a breached system. The target security products are AnLab v3 Endpoint Security, Windows Defender, CrowdStrike Falcon and the Hitman Pro anti-malware solution. Avast observed new stealth features and expanded capabilities as part of this new rootkit version, such as the ability to suspend processes protected by Protected Process Light or PPL by manipulating handle table entries, selective and targeted disruption via DKOM, enhancements in tampering with driver signature enforcement and secure boot, among others. Avast also notes that this new exploit tactic marks a significant evolution in the threat actor's kernel access capabilities, allowing them to launch stealthier attacks and persist on compromised systems for longer periods of time. The only effective security measure at this point is to apply the February 2024 Patch Tuesday updates as soon as possible, as Lazarus's exploitation of Windows built-in drivers makes this attack particularly challenging to detect and stop. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please don't hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.